Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action and create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology. Stories about the journey of amazing women in the tech field starts right now. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. This week, I'll be speaking with Jennifer O'Brien. Jennifer founded Accounting Business Solutions by JCS in 1989 to help small businesses learn to successfully use accounting and business software. Prior to starting JCS, Jennifer managed a national network of information systems departments for Contel Executone, a telecommunications provider, and Film Transit, a southern-based regional distribution organization. Currently, JCS serves business across the USA. JCS is a certified solution provider for Intuit and Sage software. JCS provides integrated turnkey solutions based on core small business accounting applications, such as Sage 100, Sage 50, and QuickBooks, specializing in distribution, manufacturing, and field service niche markets. Jennifer believes it's important for us to help each customer to use the right software for their business. We share knowledge on technology, processes, and industry best practices so that our customers can focus on critical tasks. With the right software, businesses can rely on analytics about operations and financial performance. Since 1995, Jennifer has served on advisory committees for Sage Software, was formerly a director for Nalbo GDC, Nalbo Excel, and was the president of the Royal Oak chapter for NAPW. Currently, she's a board member for the University of Detroit Mercy Small Business Programs. Jennifer is a graduate of Drawn Business College and attended Memphis State University. Welcome to the show, Jen. I'm so happy to have you. Thanks for having me, Jen. I really appreciate the opportunity. Great. So let's get started. Can you share with us your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Uh, absolutely. It's a pretty sorted kind of journey, I guess. Um, <laughs> so my journey actually started in my late teens, um, and I, I actually landed a real job, and it was at a trucking company. I um, I attended a community college, and I worked actually a second job to make ends meet because neither one of these paid much money at that age. And mm -hmm. then after three years at the trucking company, I actually became one of two female managers at the trucking company. I started running their IT department, and I was overseeing 25 people. Wow. And, and some <laughs> fortunate. So sometime, somehow at a young age, I kind of understood that return on investment and always felt like if I invested in myself um, and believed in myself that it, it would pay off. And, and during that time, I just wanted to learn as much as I could. I, I remember thinking, you know, the, the more real world knowledge and skills I have, the more opportunity that I would have. 
So I picked up and I learned how to do so many things at that job that nobody else saw value in or they, you know, just didn't want to do. And so at that particular job, I learned a lot about computers and manual bookkeeping or accounting. And, you know, then my second job, um, I received an offer and I moved to a new city. And at this job, I ran three computer departments in three different cities and I managed 70 remote locations uh, with access into a centralized uh, data center. And at that job, I learned a lot more about computer programming and IT hardware. And then finally, I, I got married and I moved to a new city and I started a family. And one day I had an electrician. He was hanging a ceiling fan in my kitchen at my home. He asked me what kind of work I did. And I told him that I, I had this passion, that, that I felt like I wanted to help small businesses with computer and accounting software. A few days later, uh, a woman who owned her own business, so my first customer was a female-owned business, uh, she knocked at my door. Her name was Marge. And Marge had a box of accounting software in her hand. Mm. And she asked me if she thought that I could help her learn how to use this. And, and that's actually how my business was born. That was in 1989, over 30 years ago. And then somehow another small business found me and another small business found me. And since then, my business has helped. Um, gosh, I, I stopped counting some time ago. But, you know, at one point, I think it was like 6,000 businesses that we had put um, accounting and business software in and, and participated with them in their journey. That is amazing. How insightful of you to realize at a very early age um, to recognize ROI and also to continue to develop your skills. You continued to learn. You continued to um, be curious and then running remote offices early on. That's just huge. That's awesome. You were so much ahead of your time, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I feel fortunate that opportunities presented themselves and I was able to, to step into them. You know, I think um, keeping, keeping your eyes open for possibilities is um, sometimes it's hard to do. That's yeah, that's that's really great. And just I had goosebumps when you said the lady Marge came to your door and she had a, a software in her hands asking, can you help me? And that is just like it was meant to be. It was just, you know, it's, if you planned it, you couldn't plan it any better. <laughs> uh, no, that's exactly right. And believe it or not, Marge's business is still one of our customers. Wow, that's amazing. What year was that? About how long ago did that start? Uh, around 1989 was wow. about the time that, that Marge and I met and um, started engaging in, you know, what can, what can I do and how can we do it? So That's awesome. That's awesome. And so tell me a little bit about how you learned the accounting software, because, you know, obviously you had a passion for accounting as well and computers. So how how did those bridges cross so that you could have both? Um, I'm, I'm one of those people that um, I, I just learn from doing. And so, you know, I, I remember um, in, uh, getting a computer and I installed the software and we took a look at it. And I just, you know, out of curiosity, what happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? You know, oh, don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I remember that the second company that I picked up as a business, 
was 35 miles from where I live. I still don't even know how, how those people even found me, but um, I, I went to see them and they're like, can you help me do? And they had a laundry list of things. And so we agreed that I would take a, a copy of their data. And at that mm -hmm. time, you know, there were floppy drives on mm -hmm. computer systems. Um, and I think at that time they had a three and a half inch external floppy drive. Mm -hmm. And I rolled out of their driveway with a copy of that. And as soon as I thought <laughs> the whole way home, I thought, how am I going to get a three and a half inch floppy drive and get this installed on my computer? Because I didn't even own one, but I agreed to take, <laughs> take on the project. And so, I, you know, I went down to Best Buy or the, the local place on the way home and I found what I needed and I took it home and, you know, connected everything. And fortunately, it all worked. So, wow. Um, You're true entrepreneur. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> um, we envision that it can be done and then we figure out how to do it, right? And especially how to do being it. women. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. No, that's yeah. exactly right. I couldn't agree more. That's great. Um, so, you know, this podcast is focused on bridging employment pay and culture gap for women in technology. Uh, what are you seeing in your industry today? Ooh, um, a lot of change from 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. but, but what I'm seeing is, um, you know, from a, a high level world perspective, I see more uh, information being targeted to younger women regarding STEM, right? Encouraging them to learn science and math at higher levels. Mm -hmm. I see um, easier access for education for women and for funding. Um, you know, and, and because of all of these things, I, facts, I, I see women of all ages embracing technology. You know, they're, they're now eager to become tech savvy. They're engaging in technical conversations. They're working in technical jobs. You know, when I was starting, it wasn't cool to be a female geek. And, and now it's okay to be a female geek. And I actually love it. You mm -hmm. know, um, in, the, in the 90s, I might be the only female in a business meeting. And actually, I was invited to attend um, a Microsoft-focused uh, meeting, gosh, in the early 90s. And it was in a very large conference room and a very large table. And I was the only female at that mm -hmm. table. Mm -hmm. And, you know, today I see more women participating in meetings and they're leading them because they're the decision maker when accounting and technology, you know, might be the, the topic of a potential purchase. So yeah. a lot's changed. Well, that's great. I'm so glad you're saying this and, and seeing that change because we've been trying for a long time and, you mm -hmm. know, we still have a long way to go, but I think we are seeing, you know, it change where, you know, we are doing a lot to bring women into technology and showing them role models that they can see, the girls can see role models that say, wow, I can do that. If she can do it, I can do it. So we continue to do, do that. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, so Absolutely agree. So with accounting software, um, tell me a little bit about how your customers use the software. What kind of business problems are they solving? Do you actually consult with them prior to them purchasing the software? Do they have the software ahead of time? And then you come in and show them how to, you know, um, show them the features and how to use it. How, how does that all work? So, um, it, Oh my gosh, sometimes, um, and I feel more fortunate sometimes when people come to us that say, you know, I don't have the right solution. Can you help me find that right solution? 
Uh, we do have a lot of clients that own software that, that come to us say can can you help us you know use this better so yeah we we do implement and train small businesses on accounting software uh, but we take most customers you know well beyond just accounting we have a lot of focus on helping businesses manage things like inventory and manufacturing operations or help them make processes more efficient uh, we work a lot with field service type based businesses and the, the movement that I see uh, for small business owners, especially over the last three or four years, is that, you know, a lot of a lot more of them want to know their numbers. And, and by that, I mean, they want to know, you know, how how profitable they are as a business overall from a high level. They want visibility into areas of their business that make them the most profit, you know, and, and solid, detailed um, analytical facts. Uh, they want to know, you know, they want help understanding where they could be doing better. They want uh, fully integrated back office and business management systems, you know, and this, this could include things like their accounting uh, and customer relationship management. Uh, it could include manufacturing, production, shipping, receiving, you know, website integration, field service, you know, and, and, and the list goes on. Uh, some of the products that we specialize in, uh, we do a lot with Sage 50 and Sage 100. Those are, you know, two ERP systems, and we do a lot with uh, QuickBooks customers as well. That's great. I love that it's not just learning the software. It's really providing that business insight, you know, knowing your numbers, knowing where you are on any given day with your business is so critical because there's so many small business owners that don't know their numbers and they need to know their numbers. The software does the work, but you know, without knowing your numbers, you cannot make decisions. So it is critical for them to know that. And I love that you're doing the consulting to really help them not only learn the software, but under learn the entire business vision. Yep, that, that is correct. And, and I can't tell you how many times we actually sit down either with a, with a business owner, with their controller, or, or just with their bookkeeper, you know, and we actually teach because it's one of the things that we want to do is we want to empower small businesses to be successful on their own, you know, without us. But we, we teach them how to look at that, those financial statements. And then information from those subsidiaries, you know, to, to, so that they can be confident that the financial statements that they're basing their decisions on, you know, are based on good information and, and that it's factual because otherwise they're making decisions without solid information and, and those decisions, you know, can be bad decisions because mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. No, that's great. So I, I think you kind of hinted at this, but is the accounting field male dominated um, right now or are there enough women in that field? And if if we want more women in that field, what are some of those things that women can do to learn more about the industry to pursue a career in it? From what I've seen, I think in the accounting industry, uh, there's always been a fair number of women this, in this industry. Not not sure, you know, what the reasoning behind that is, but there has been. Mm -hmm. um, I I think that going forward, the women who have accounting skills 
uh, not necessarily an accounting degree, but accounting mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if they have with that, if they combine that with, you know, strong IT or broad computer related skills, uh, that they'll have many options and opportunities presented to them, you know, because mm-hmm. currently I see a lot of job openings looking for candidates where there's, you know, combination of those types of of strong qualifications from individuals, you know, and over the last 10 years, um, I see more women now in IT and Mm -hmm. uh, they they have better computer and accounting skills. They're in business management positions. You know, uh, we work with a lot of female owned businesses and we work a lot with businesses that want um, a, a minority female-owned business to partner with for many mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. So, and and I think again, you know, that the time is right for women. That if if they want to to get in there and swing the bat and do this, that they'll be you know given a lot more opportunities than they were 30 years ago. Did you know that there is an increase in the number of women leaving the tech industry? As a woman-owned business, Directions Training has made it our mission and passion to change this statistic. That's why Jennifer created this podcast. We showcase insight from everyday women for everyday women in the tech industry. Do you know other people that would benefit from tuning in? Share the link and help us drive the advancement of women in the tech industry. Do you have a journey or know of someone that our listeners would benefit from hearing about? Reach out to us at directionstraining.com slash podcast. Don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and wherever you find your podcasts. Now, back to the show. That's great. I mean, I, I love the connection between accounting and IT because I think it's very strong. We also find mm-hmm. in our businesses, many CFOs um, are responsible for IT decisions as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we are seeing that crossover quite a bit. And I'm glad to see that women are, you know, kind of in interested in the accounting field because, um, you know, when we mix accounting and technology, I think it could be a pretty lucrative career. At, at, for your entire life, that that is mm-hmm. exactly right. I know, you know, we've never had um, any problems finding finding work, and mm-hmm. I, and I think it's because of the combination of those types of skills. Right. No, that's great. I know you're very focused on um, ROI, and so when a company invest in software or invests in you as a consultant, um, how do you calculate that ROI on accounting? Well, um, when I talk to businesses, especially ones that are like, gosh, do I, do I spend a lot of money and change my current system, right? You know, why mm-hmm. should I do that? Mm-hmm. And this is one of those conversations I always like to open up. And, and how I suggest that they start is with an internal review at their business of the types of activities, uh, you know, make a list of the information that they're tracking in Excel, you know, Mm -hmm. identify the tasks that are being performed manually Uh that would be more efficient if they were automated. You Uh know, and then another example is, you know, are you tracking the same piece of information in multiple systems? And sometimes I find businesses where they might be doing that in three or four different places, you know, because all these methods are very expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you you try to, you know, add up time and, and it's a ballpark figure most of the time for the people on the staff that are, you know, doing these types of examples. 
And then you try and add up the total amount of time, you know, being spent every week that it takes for a staff to complete these types of tasks. Mm -hmm. And once you've got a rough idea, you take those total hours and you multiply it by an estimated hourly pay rate and just just say $15 an hour, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you need it at a minimum to probably add 20% on top of that because of taxes and, you know, overhead. And a lot of times it's a lot more than that. And then I think a lot of people are surprised when they calculate those numbers at how much money they're actually spending outside their accounting system to run their business. Mm-hmm. So then the, the the other thing I always recommend to people is that, you know, if you've got a current accounting software system that you're using for your business, then one of the things to look at is, you know, are, are there features and things that, that you have in that software that you're just not using? Because it's a pretty cost-effective investment if you just consider, you know, training on some topics or just a few hours of pure consulting from somebody to, to see if, if you can leverage more things out of what you have, mm-hmm. you know, so, and, and then if you have too many things that the accounting and business software just can't help you manage, you know, that's the time where it, it might be uh, the right time to take a look at other tools, other options. So then by now you should have a list of your pain points, uh, how much those pain points are costing you, um, and, and then that process uh, helps you identify areas of improvement that you need to, you know, make sure are in your next system. You know, what do you like about your current? What do you don't like about your current? And what are the things that you really need to improve on? So, um, and then to, to all your, your listeners out there that are business owners, you know, this is an important suggestion. And if you're not doing this, then, you know, please please learn how to read those financial statements and review them monthly because mm-hmm. nobody's going to pay attention to your money like you will. Absolutely nobody. Right. No, that's amazing. And, and looking, I love the process of, you know, looking at what activities can be automated. What are things that are taking you hours and hours and hours to do? And then, you know, kind of weigh that with the cost of the software, do the calculations, see how much you can save, um, so that makes complete sense to me. Um, you know, it's so difficult, though, for a business owner. And I know for myself, it's like, you know, you have to keep all the wheels turning constantly mm-hmm. in your business. And so you focus on one area and then something else falls apart, you know. <laughs> um, so, you know, and it depends on if you have that passion about numbers and accounting. So I think some business owners do and some don't. Um, but I think your advice is very crucial is to please look at your financial statements, make sure you understand them, make sure you're looking at them on a monthly basis um, and see where your money is going. Because like you said, nobody looks at your money like you do. Yeah, absolutely. And what I've found, um, you know, a lot of small business owners, if, if they're not the one that's paying attention to those things, you know, often there's a family member, could be a spouse, could be a child, could be a nephew or a niece. You know, a lot of times they they have someone that they rely on that can help them keep eyes on that type Mm -hmm. of information. Mm -hmm. You just want to make sure that that person, you know, has enough knowledge to do a good job at that so that, you know, they can then go focus on, you know, running what's back in the warehouse and, and growing the, the transaction portion of the business. 
Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so can you think back and, and share with our listeners, what are some of the challenges that you faced in your career and what have you done to overcome them? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> well, originally I had, there's a long list. I had no money. I didn't have a lot of time. Um, I didn't have the right staff, mm -hmm. you know, and, and early on, I, I took on a lot of jobs to generate revenue. I didn't love them, but I took them on because I needed to make the money. I mm -hmm. worked a lot of hours before and after I put my kids in bed, you know, but the whole time in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, you know, that return on investment. If I do this now, it'll help me be successful later. And mm -hmm. I learned the importance of networking. That's how I found some of my best staff members clients. Um, you know, so some of the, the best things I did was I found mentors on business too. You know, I, I joined groups such as the National Association of Women Business Owners, mm -hmm. the National Association of Professional Women, and, you know, multiple networking uh, groups for just pure business. Mm -hmm. And I always found other women who were willing to share their experiences and knowledge and give advice. And that really helped me along the way. And, and often I felt like they were my support group, actually. That's great. That's great that you have mentors and other women supporting you and networking with you to get you, you know, to the next level and the next level. And, and it looks like you've grown considerably. So maybe our listeners are wondering, you know, how do I find a mentor? How did you find your mentors? I know you joined the groups, but are there other ways to identify who should be your mentor? Um, one of the things that I did with all of the groups that I joined was I actually participated at some level with the group. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of times I might join a committee, I might join the board. And what I found was that the, the people that participated at that level were like-minded women business owners they mm -hmm. had done a lot of the same things that i was going through and and that you know gave me provided the opportunity to open up a lot of conversations with them where i was able to ask for advice so that's great i think staying engaged with um with the groups that you joined is so important, right? I mean, that's that's critical. And then your engagement really makes a difference because that brings you the right-minded women or mentors to be part of your group. So I really like that a lot. Um, so let's go to something personal. What is your favorite place that you've traveled to and why? So about three years ago, um, one of the favorite, my favorite places I've ever been able to, to visit, I went to um, a cave and actually it's a frozen lava, lava tube in New Zealand and it's called uh, Wiri. And what I found out after actually I visited the cave that scientists are studying the underground cave to learn how rust, ex rust exists in this frozen environment inside a glacier. And what these what these scientists are saying is that if they can crack the code on why this rust lives in this frozen glacier, that they might can crack the code on possible life on Mars. And how exciting would that be? That is amazing. I love that. That is so great. Um, so in closing, uh, Jen, can you share some advice that you would give to a woman considering a career in tech or even in accounting? 
teacher. So I remember my programming teacher at that community college that I went to, um, this individual actually advised me not to consider a career in computers. And I'm thankful that I had an inner voice that I, that I listened to and that I didn't listen to them. And I think today to be um, more relevant, consider a combination of skills, with, you know, talk, you touched on this, you know, combine accounting with IT or programming classes, you know, how about IT with a deep dive into security, take classes on accounting and artificial intelligence, you know, take classes on business to learn you know, how they operate and why, and never stop learning. Look for opportunities to get those hands-on experiences. Um, you know, if you want accounting hands-on experience, join a group and become their bookkeeper for the group. You know, I, I also chose to work on building great relationships with others, and I refer people uh, to others in my network when there's a potential opportunity for them. It keeps me connected with these groups, and sometimes I hear from them on an opportunity for us. And it certainly provided a great foundation to build the business on. And the last three things I'd like to share are three things that my mother repeated a lot. Uh, the first was no pain, no gain. <laughs> the second was say please and thank you because they're free. The third was always be grateful. And I believe I with hard work, I, I believe with hard work comes knowledge and skills and nothing worth having or doing comes easy. So, you know, think about the return on the investment that you want. That is such sound advice. And I love all of those three things that your mother said, <laughs> because they all resonate with me. Um, you know, gratefulness is so critical. Every day you wake up and if you're grateful, good things will come, you know. So I really believe Amen. in all of those. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, Jen, can you share with our listeners how they can get a hold of you? Absolutely. And, Jennifer, again, thank you for having me on the show. Our website is jcscomputer.com, J-C-S-C-O-M-P-U-T-E-R.com. And our phone number is 800-475-1047. Well, Jen, this was such a pleasure and an honor to be with you today. Um, hopefully, you'll come back on the show in a few months again, you know, and we can talk about new things that are happening in your industry. But um, in the meantime, thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate your time and your knowledge and your expertise. Thank you. And have a great day, Jennifer. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. From IT skill enhancements to end-user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum on-demand courses for IT professionals or end users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.